Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm great, man. How are you? Hey, we are here on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. Yep. And I don't know the date. Do you know the date? Yes. Today is... Oh, you don't know it. You're the checking 26th. it. The 26th. Well, I have it available to me. But you didn't know it. No. That's what mean, I asked. It's, you know, kind of like Albert Einstein said, why remember when you can write it down? Yeah. A uh, dull pencil is better than a sharp mind, Ray. Okay. So, so I have it available to me here, and it's the 26th of May. And we are here for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes. On the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Uh, I see one boat out there, and it's a little overcast, but it's probably 85 degrees or higher. Okay. I caught some fish over the weekend. Did you? Yeah. All right. You actually caught them. Caught uh, three smallmouth. No, two smallmouth, two largemouth. I heard bass were biting. Went out and got a new uh, spinning reel combo pole. $120 for the rod. Is that is that what made the difference in your success? It is. It's a very sensitive tip, but it's a stiff backbone. Okay. I could feel those bites as I was fishing my wacky rig worm. All right. It was really fun. It sounds fun. All right. So today we are talking about... Today we're going to delve into what a sales manager needs before penciling a deal and why which was uh, recommended to us as a topic from a listener. Recommend? I think it was requested. No, I think he was recommending. It was recommending yeah. that we do it? Yeah. Since when do we take recommendations? We take anything. We take requests. We'll take whatever. Recommend, request, okay. demands. Yeah. Okay. We are live on Facebook and Twitch right now. Yeah. If anybody would uh, like to ask a question, make a comment, call us idiots, call us geniuses. We'll Please. Take, we'll take all kinds, yeah. but uh, you, you might get blocked if you call me an idiot. No. In fact, I think it would raise my level of uh, respect. For, for them, me? For them. For them. If they call you an idiot. Wow. I thought I was the comic relief on this show, Ray. Uh, you are. I'm not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the last All episode, right. yeah. you, you said, you know, people need to respond and determine who they thought was right and who they thought was the, the idiot. idiot. Right. So, well, so if they call you an you idiot, idiot they're just... If, no, I haven't seen any come through. I got a bunch. They said I was the smart one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you All are right. the comic relief, aren't you? Well, All right, so I have in front of me an old uh, deal jacket. That, that. Uh, I'm probably not supposed to have. Right. <laughs> one of those that, yeah. I have this. Uh, this is not to ever leave the dealership. Right. And I have one right here at home. There is, there is a, uh, everything's blank. The credit app's blank. The trade-in's blank. The WIO's blank. All the customer information's blank. Yeah. But the main thing was the write-up sheet. Because I wanted to go through and, uh, you know, I've worked at several different dealerships and, and consulted with hundreds of dealerships. And they all have their own write-up sheet, right? Yep. Back in my day when I started, everybody was on a four square. Yeah. Put the, put the plus they, sign in there. Right. Which, you know, obviously people out there listening probably know you got the, the car you're wanting, right. your current vehicle, your down payment, and the payment. Yep. Uh, monthly payment. Well, I was at a smaller dealership and got on this Cardone kick about uh, options, options, options. Give them payment options and down payment options. Don't just give them one down payment number and one monthly payment number. 
give them like four down payments and yeah. 20 payment options. So we kind of went into Excel, me and uh, this guy that worked there, and we built what we called the 10 square. So instead of a four square, you wow. had 10 squares. Yeah. So we had three down payments at the top. Right. And then we had like uh, 48, 60, 72 yeah. on the payment side. So yeah, literally three by three is nine squares. Yeah. And then it was about giving the options. And obviously, the the best thing about that is people would pick the payment that was closest to what they wanted. Yeah. But then they would say, okay, I can do this payment, but I can't do that much down. And right. I say, well, all right, so how much are you thinking down? Yeah. You know, and so you're kind of giving up stuff at the beginning when you've got this pencil, you know, at, at a good deal. So you're getting a commitment on the payment and then you're negotiating on the down. Right. Or I can put this much down, but I can't pay that high of a payment. You know, you're at least getting them to circle something on the thing and committing to buying the vehicle. Right. Which is the whole purpose of a write-up, right? Yeah. We can negotiate terms after we agree we're going to do a deal. Yeah. You know? And if we can go to 72 or now 84 and we only show through 60. Yeah. Right. I mean, how much easier is it to go? All right. Well, you know, I just extended out a little bit, but I guess the payment you were looking for with the down payment you were looking for. Hey, right. sounds good. Right. Right. And so, a lot of times it was great in that we could show them a payment like they're paying now. Somebody comes in at four fifty a month. Right. And they want to go from a you know 2010 Buick Skylark or Buick LaCrosse sure. to a uh, 2020 uh, Ford Taurus. OK. You know, there's probably going to be a big payment jump there but we can structure that so that the down payment is enough to get the monthly payment to the same one yeah 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 yeah. so then obviously you show them this write-up sheet hey with twenty thousand down same payment right they're going oh no 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 i I can pay more than 450 oh yeah i can't put the twenty thousand down yeah but at least you've shown them the option and they are changing their mind or bumping themselves yeah yeah right and it's, yeah, I mean, we, I think most of the uh, CRMs out there provide what they call a multi-quote, mm-hmm. right? So it's giving them options. And some, I know dealerships now that are including a lease option in every pencil that they give. Right. Right. Just to give that Good alternative start. consideration. And, you know, obviously about, I don't know, 2010 or, I don't know, between 2010 and 2015, I think a lot of dealerships, the majority of them went from a four square to a multi-payment, multi-quote, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Without Uh, using Excel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the day. You you were on the cutting edge, John. Dude, I'm telling you, we wrote our write-up sheet in Excel. Wow. I mean, we were back into the, you know, it was either Ford CRM, which was Reynolds and Reynolds. Right. Or do our own in Excel. Yeah. Now, we didn't have any records, except for if we wanted to save that Excel spreadsheet. Uh, yeah. But anyway. All right. So we're kind of jumping ahead here, right? I mean, we're right. we're discussing the, you know, the finalized product, the pencil that's already being created. Mm-hmm. And hold on one second. No, go ahead. Okay. So you were saying I'm kind of jumping ahead. Because we're already going to uh, produce pencil and the value of having options within that pencil that's been created. Uh-huh. And the the request was for us to discuss what what's need needed in order to create the pencil. Right. Well, I think it was important to lay out 
what a pencil consists of. So it could right. be a four square in your dealership. It could be a multi-quote. Yeah. This one, actually, I like this because it has both the multi-quote and the straight line. Right. I used to, this is exactly how I designed our spreadsheet, is I would have a straight line, except it was very specific about you have your MSRP. Right. Your, your suggested price, whether that's on a used or a brand new, you have a suggested price. Sure. And then you group together rebates, discounts, and trade allowance. You could have a $10,000 trade and 5000 in rebates and 3000 in manufactured or, or dealership discounts where we're just giving up some profit. Well, that's $18,000. Right. You put MSRP minus 18000 for rebates, discounts, and trade. Now you're at a, a new a right. sale price, right. right? Well, from that, now we can work numbers off of that sale price. Or if there's a payoff, then we add the payoff back in and work numbers from that plus tax tag and title. Okay. So the reason I bring all that up is if we're going to pencil a deal, number one, do we have a trade or not? Yeah. Let's just start at the vehicle price. All right. I need to know if it's on a new, I need to know what the rebates are and what the invoice is. Yeah. I need to know what I paid for it and what discounts they qualify for. Okay. So I would need some kind of, I mean, obviously I need the VIN for the car they're buying. And I, if it's a new one, I need some kind of rebate questionnaire to tell me what they qualify for. Right. Well, and I need verification that the VIN is right. I mean, it's too often that I've seen where, you know, we work numbers and then all of a sudden they've looked at five. Yeah. Right. And we've and got the wrong, wrong VIN. Yeah. And that just screws everything up. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, because not everyone is going to qualify for the same rebates okay and i i would say that the majority of dealerships through the manufacturer now have or separate from the manufacturer have software capabilities to pull all effective rebates right. with a specific vent are you talking about new yeah and right. we have to check Obviously. those boxes whether they qualify or not you know teacher right. realtor farmer all right this. whatever yeah. yeah, you know, my, so, my so on a on a used one, I think we can say this at the same time. On a used one, I want some kind of suggested retail, whether that's KBB, uh, Auto, V Auto, right. Mannheim. Uh, I mean, Mannheim's for auctions, but V Auto, uh, NADA, anything like that that tells me here's what clean retail is on this vehicle. Okay. So when I go out and present numbers. You know, if I, it's a new one, I've got the window sticker. Here's the MSRP. Right. Or if it's a used one, here is the Pure Cars report or the KBB report that tells the suggested retail. Yeah. And that's always going to be clean retail, right? And then on a used one, obviously, I want to know what my cost is before I go penciling a deal. We might have loaded up in this one and we're a 500 under clean retail. You know, right. who knows? Right. Maybe we got it and then realized, oh, the transmission's falling out. We got to spend got to put a bunch of money in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I think they need to be aware of what we have it listed for online. What the customer has seen as far as, okay. do, you know, what are, absolutely, start with uh, what clean retail is on this vehicle, uh -huh. but then we've got to have some awareness. Well, that could be in our rebates, discounts, and trade allowance. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we're going to factor it in, but, you know, at some point, the customer's going to be going, uh, all right, now, I came in here because, you know, you you haven't advertised it such and such a price. Yeah, it's just important and for the manager to know that. To be aware, or at least the yeah. salesperson or, or both. Yeah. That, well, that if the manager's doing the pencil, he better know what Yeah, he should know. Yeah. yeah. So, is that is that valuable for him to know? Absolutely. Okay. Especially because you would hope the one doing the pencil is the one who would be involved in the TO. Okay, so so we've established, number one, on the car they're going to purchase, we need to know 
clean retail or MSRP, and we need to know our cost or invoice. Right. Uh, and then the rebates associated or the discounts associated online, whatever. All right, let's move on to trade. Yeah. So if we're going to have a trade, uh, we have to have an appraisal. we got to know what we're putting into that. Right. I would like to know what the payoff is. It's not absolutely necessary. Yeah. I can pencil a deal and say, all right, sir, you're looking at a $30,000 car. I'm going to give you eight for yours. That means you owe 22000 And the payments on 22000 right. is 400 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then you say, this is actually a Cardone close. So you put out that straight line, you do all this and you say, uh, all right, so it'll be 400 a month. That's lower than you're paying now. I just need the title to your current vehicle. Right. Like, I don't have the title. Yeah. Sir, What? who has your title? It's your car. Right. Who has your title? The bank. The bank. I still owe money on it. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then just uh, pay it off and you won't owe anything. They'll give you the title. Right. <laughs> well, no, no, I can't pay it off. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to, we can just roll that into this payment. You know, that what you're buying is 400 a month. Right. But if you want us to roll in that other payment, we can put that in we here, We can do too. that. And then they, this is funny. The Cardone goes on to say, the guy gets his car. You know, he's paying two hundred a month for the payoff, four hundred a month for the new car, and he goes home. And his fa- friends and family say, "Hey, what kind of deal did you get on that brand new truck?" He said, "Oh man, I'm only paying four hundred a month for that." And then I had to roll some other stuff in there yeah. too. <laughs> so, would you say that before they do a deal, do we need or are we looking to really? Go at it from that. Let's not even factor in the trade, even though we know that they're considering the trade. Is They are more armed and informed than ever before. I right? think I would the want customer. to pencil a deal with the trade value. Right. With the and, trade value and, and getting the payoff. 30-day payoff. I would love to have a payoff as right. well. I think one of the most important things that we can do here, because now you're getting into how do we structure the deal? Right. So I think, you know, you and I talk about this early manager introduction or this reverse TO or, you know, whatever you want to call this manager meet and greet that should occur up front before looking at vehicles that will tell the manager how to structure the deal. You know, if it's an appointment, yeah. He can be prepared and say, all right, I understand you're coming in to look at a brand new Wrangler. We have several out there. And if you'll give me the keys to yours, I'll be working on the trade appraisal. Yeah. And, you know, tell me a little bit about what you're looking for in your new Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. And equipment. But then they also talk, start talking about, well, I got to keep my payments the same. Yeah. Or, I, look, I don't have any money down. Or, look, I, my credit score is horrible. Right. Well, you start learning how you need to structure this deal. Yeah. Am I going to hold MSRP? Minus rebate and take my three thousand in what? dealer discounts and put it into the trade. Right. Now instead of giving him ten, I'm giving him thirteen. Yeah. Or am I gonna? Or is he shopping price and I'm gonna put eight quote on paper in his ten thousand dollar trade and show five thousand dollars off of my price? Right. You know, it's all in how you structure the deal right. to meet the customer's expectations. And and again, looking at it from the perspective of. Customers are more armed now, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think the it's going to be rare that we're ever going to use that, you know, here's the price for this new vehicle. Here's what we're giving you for yours. Oh, you don't have the title? Uh, you know, because people are coming in and they, they know if they're upside down. Yeah. Right? They know that they have neg- negative equity. They know by trading this vehicle that they're going to be rolling something in. Now, certainly as a, you know, good sales process, I want to keep them mindful of the fact that, hey, here's what it would be. Without your negative, 
and here's what we're going to go ahead and roll into this thing because of the position that you're in in your vehicle. No worries. But well, I think in some instances A, in some instances B. I think you know you may have a buyer that comes in and he's like, well, you know, I know I'm upside down, but that dealer across the street said he'll give me a thirteen for my ten thousand dollar car. Right. Well. Like I said, we may want to structure the deal so that we're not giving any dealer discounts on the new car, but we're putting all that extra money into the trade to show him 13. Be able to get to 13, but it's not a, I've already shown the first pencil without any of that consideration. That's why I think that manager conversation is imperative. Prior to penciling the deal. The first pencil. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and if you're not doing it the quote proper way that, you know, I think everybody in the world coaches is this early introduction. Yeah. If you're not doing that or say, you know, a salesman got caught up out on the lot and before he knew it, he's on a test drive out there and now he's coming in and he just didn't get the chance. Yeah. You know, whatever. I think it's imperative that the manager walks out there to the desk and says... Okay, you know, we're going to get you some numbers. I want to make sure you have all the information, you know, and kind of not in, in a little bit different phrasing, but what you're asking is, what are you looking to accomplish here? Right. Right? Right. I mean, tell me your hot buttons. You yeah. don't say it like yeah. that, but no, that's but what you're yeah. trying to get. Yeah. Are you are you shopping price and you've already been on, on to six websites looking for the best price? Mm-hmm. Or have you been on six appraisal sites looking to get your best trade value or or are you worried if you can even get approved you know all of these things and then that determines how you structure the deal right and and the more of that information we have the better we can structure a deal that's going to be more uh, well received by the customer right completely agree but do you think that's happening in even a majority of dealerships the manager conversation no, I would say 40%, 30%. Maybe. Yeah. I go lower than that. Okay. Right? And and I think most salespeople who value themselves as, you know, man, I'm a closer. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I can do it myself. I, I don't need anybody else. I've been here a long time, and, you know, I mean, I can close as good as anybody. And just, you know, you give me the numbers and let me go work with my customer. I don't necessarily need a manager to get involved. Right, I know all the information that I need, and I'll give them what they need in order to to pencil a say, deal say that, that I can again. sell. So yeah. I think you've got a lot of salespeople who pride themselves on getting everything that they're going to be able to they're, close. They're that customer. Yeah. Just give me, yeah, just give me the, give me some numbers and let me go do what right. I do, right? Rather than necessarily let me. Get yeah. you involved. Yeah, I mean, I was that sales. I was a better closer right. than most of my sales managers. So okay. I was like, please stay out of my deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, but, and so the information you would provide is what you knew needed to be provi- provided in order to get you a deal that you could work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I still think it's that's not a good general way to do it. You right. may have that one of exception, you know, maybe your guy's been doing this 20 years and he sells 22 cars a month. Right. Okay, maybe you give that guy a little leeway. But the guy selling 12 or 13 that's been doing this 4 years or eight. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me tell you, that's not the guy you just cut loose and let him do it his way. Right. So, and the other downfall is if it does blow up, if you do need a TO, if the guy is going to walk now the manager's going into it blind. You know, where did we screw up? Yeah. Oh, man, you didn't give me enough for my trade. Oh, I could have structured it that way if I knew trade was your hot button. Right. You know, so, yeah, I think if the, if it's the manager's ass on the line, 
as to closing that deal, then he needs to be aware and engaged up front. Yes. I mean, why wouldn't you be? It's kind of, you know, even if you're a weak-ass, lazy sales manager, you still want to cover your ass, right? Right. So get out there and have a conversation. Yeah. So, really... And, and you might fall into some extra money every now and then. Hey, might fall into it. <laughs> Let's break it down a little bit. So, right, well, what, what we're looking for, specifically... Th- this is good, because I just got a comment saying, can you answer the question? <laughs> what is needed? <laughs> so, here, here we go. You want to... I mean, I have three things that I think are absolutely imperative, and that's the price, the discount, and the trade appraisal. Okay. And I think we would have a lot of sales managers say, no, I need five pieces of paper filled out, and I want the payoff, and I want this, and I want that. I want a credit app, blah, blah, blah. How can I figure payments without a credit? You know, and my argument to that would be the customer can do all this online himself without you. Right. So what makes you think he wants to do all this for 30 minutes and go through all that crap just to get a price from you? Right. I mean, he, all he's inputting in the website is his trade VIN and equipment and miles and condition. Yeah. I mean, he's estimating all that. And then he's picking out a vehicle and he's picking out his own discounts. That's the three things he's inputting. Yeah. And it's the three things I'm saying that's all you need. Because okay. why would those things not be the same? How about disclosure? Because, again, I think there's two areas of thought here, uh-huh. two perspectives. I'm ready. There's the manager, and I've been that guy, who I don't want to get bogged down with a sales guy trying to tell me, well, here's here's a, yeah, no, 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 no. just give me the paper, get out of the way, let me go talk to the customer. Well, here's the story, all right? right? He's yeah. got a truck, <laughs> right. but he, he got he inherited from right. his uncle, yeah, but his yeah, uncle's still yeah. on the title, right. but yeah. he's going to trade. Yeah, I, I don't need all. <laughs> but there's, there are some of those things that are going to reveal yeah. some of those hot-button issues, right? I mean, is he more concerned about trade? Uh, discount on vehicle. I mean, you know, what right. what is his his concerns that we are aware of that you've divulged through the sales process? Because hopefully, if you're doing your job as a salesperson, you've uncovered some of those what we call black swans. Yeah, right? absolutely. Is that needed in order to do the deal? I would say you are more likely to close a deal if you structure it in a way that that hits the customer's hot buttons. Right. And again, it's price payment. Down payment or trade value, most likely. Right. So one of those four things. And if you structure the deal so that he's happy about the most important of those four things, you're more likely to close that deal than not. Is it absolutely required? No. Right. No. I could have somebody walk in and say, look, I don't want any BS. I don't blah, blah, blah. Just give me a price of that and don't jerk me around. Okay, sir. Here you go. There's the price of that. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Here's what yours is worth. Yeah. I mean, this is... All straight numbers. Yeah. I mean, I would never do that. The first thing I would say is, no problem. Hey, the worst thing I want to do is not give you all the information to make an informed decision. There's no way you're going to buy a car unless you feel comfortable with the information you have. Now, let's learn a little bit about what you're trying to accomplish. Do you want a new one or a used one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's break it down. Yeah. So. I want the price on that one. I understand. Do you know if that one's new or used? Yeah. (laughs) No, I just want the price. Okay, sir. What if I could save you $3,000 off that exact model and it was new instead of used? Oh, well, okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. All right. Oh, sit okay. sit down. Let yeah. me get you with a right. salesman. Let's slow down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah, you. I think at the end of the day, what is required to give that information? A VIN number. Yeah. <laughs> and and the software that tells you what the, what the cost and rebates are. So in review, you're the sales manager. Uh-huh. 
salesman comes up to you. He says, all right, you know, he wants to see some numbers. Yeah. And you're asking him what? Sorry, I, I was sidetracked in my brain. I just I just remembered that the absolute must-have for penciling a deal is a green Sharpie and a red Sharpie. <laughs> we, we have to have green and red Sharpies so that we can write, you win. Right, in green to, or red. Today only. Yeah. If you do it right now. Yeah, with a smiley face, right? Yeah, right. you got to have a smiley face. Two lines, smile, Look, big look at this one. Super, Super deal. deal. That's it. It's not in the Sharpie, though. It looks like a ballpoint. That had to be uh, initials LL. That's something he would write. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry. You asked me. I asked you. A salesman comes up to you. He says, you know, I got a guy at my desk. We test drove. He landed on one. Uh, He's looking for numbers. Yeah. And you say. I would say, okay. I mean, I'm assuming that I have not talked to him yet. Correct. Okay. So, where is he? Right. He's at my desk. at my desk. Okay, good. Let's go talk to him. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. That's the first thing I'd do. Go up there. Okay, you found a vehicle you'd like to own? Like to own? Yeah. Wonderful. Fantastic. Are you buying fresh or are you replacing right. something? Are you adding to the fleet or are you replacing or, something? Yeah, you're replacing the vehicle. Uh, yeah, and then we start there. All right. So, what are some other questions I may ask? Let's say you're replacing one. You've got a trade in. Right. Okay, great. Did you bring the title with you? <laughs> no, no, I still owe it. Okay, cool, no problem. We'll take yeah. care of that. Everybody, you know, ninety-five percent of the people come in here owe on their car. Absolutely, uh, makes our job easier yeah. when you owe on your car. <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> uh, if you say it with a smile, and they smile back, uh, that's a win. Yeah, doesn't matter. All that's right, man. What else? We talked about price. We talked about trade. Uh, we talked about structuring with down payments and payments. Just some papers that I would say I, I would need to do an accurate pencil is I need a write-up sheet with a, you know, I, I don't have to have a name and address and phone number and email, but doggone, that's the best time to get it. Right. Is when you come back from the test drive, okay, it's the right vehicle, great, let's sit down, let's get started. Right. Name, how, how do you want the name to appear on the title? Prior to go on the test drive, get a photocopy of the guy's driver's license. Yeah. Right. It's the and perfect I, time because the customer address. is most willing to give it up. Right. And right. I need an address because there are some incentives that are going to coordinate or there, there correspond. Are, there are zip codes. To that zip. Yeah. yeah. A rebate questionnaire. I don't know that most dealers do this, but I always liked to. Is, you know, every month or whenever, how often the rebates change, I would just have a little Word document, you know, and it had like five questions on it. Do you, do you have farmer's insurance? Right. Are you a teacher? Are you retired military? Right, retired military. Um, so a write-up sheet, a rebate questionnaire, an appraisal form, you know, with the uh, payoff and the, uh, you know, the VIN number and the equipment, miles, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, Does it have a roof? Does it have uh, navy? Right, right. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, those three things. And I, I did have four. I had the payoff listed, but that could really be on the appraisal sheet. Yeah. I mean, in the old days when I started, brother, these were three pieces of paper. That you pulled out of your desk drawer and wrote on. Right. Nowadays, you take your phone out to the trade and you scan it. Yeah. And it says, does this have roof? Yes. What yeah. are the miles? Here you go. And, and I mean, you take a picture of the thing and boom, it uploads into Viato, the used car manager. He could really, truly be lazy now. Because now he's got pictures, he's got a VIN, he's got miles, he's got yeah, equipment. Yeah, but... 
He doesn't even need to leave. Maybe we'll get to the point where we start advising used car sales managers to not leave the tower. Sir, it's a waste of time. If nothing else, just to throw it in reverse and back in the <laughs> park to make sure that transmission is going to actually move the car. <laughs> you know, hit the brakes a couple times. Well, right. sounds good. What would you like to add for our listener who suggested this topic thank you for the input number one yeah absolutely yeah we hey, keep give, throwing give us, us ideas yeah, yeah we'll keep doing them we're always interested in uh in responding to I, requests i'm interested since this guy's a sales manager if he's gonna like our idea yeah of, you don't need anything <laughs> they're getting a price off the internet what are you why are you any different yeah you're gonna make it harder for them to get a price once they're with you versus when they're at home well i hear the music ray it's getting very loud <laughs> Which means that is the conclusion of another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting with John and Ray. We certainly thank you for joining us and we hope you'll join us again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great.